Welcome. You are listening to OPOD's Occupational Health Podcast. This is a podcast series by the Occupational Health Clinics for Ontario Workers, where we discuss the challenges of current and emerging trends in occupational health and offer effective prevention strategies to empower workers. Greetings. My name is Melissa Statham. And I'm Brenda Malott. Melissa and I are the ergonomists with the Occupational Health Clinics for Ontario Workers. We work out of the southwestern region for the clinics. Melissa and I are both Canadian certified professional ergonomists. And our episode today is going to discuss, we're going to discuss office ergonomics. Why do we want to discuss office ergonomics today, Melissa? Well, it's our most common phone call for requests for education and actual workstation assessments. And it seems to be a common thread that we keep on seeing from work sites. So we want to address some of the issues and why it's still so important. So I just want to address how we are approached typically from workplaces that are specifically office environments. Typically, we'll get a call. Workplaces are still being very reactive. We get a call from an office. They say that they're looking to get some office ergonomic assessments completed because they have workers complaining about musculoskeletal disorders. So typically, how we would approach this is we would offer our services, and we are a free service. However, we want the workplace to move from being reactive to proactive. So we want to educate everyone because a lot of times, too, when we get called, they have one complaint. There's one person coming forward, but we always know there's typically more people than just the one person that's having issues. So what we do is we get together as a group and we provide some education on office ergonomics. It's about an hour and a half session. And after that, once they have the knowledge, we encourage them to go back to their workstations, make any adjustments that they can with the equipment and the setup that they have. And then we'll come and we'll look at their workstations, address any issues they're having, and make some changes right there if we can, if not, recommendations are made. Yeah, I think workplaces don't realize that MSD prevention is mandated under the Occupational Health and Safety Act. It's the forgotten hazard, we always say, because it's not a fall trip. You can't see it. People often, you don't know what's there. It's not a life or death situation, but we always say it impacts retirement. It's, a, it's impactful to your life. All workplaces are required under the Act to educate the workers about the hazards. And specifically, when we're talking musculoskeletal prevention, they also have to educate the workers about the signs and symptoms of musculoskeletal disorders. So the MOL has ergonomists. They do write orders under this sections of the Act. So that's why when when we come in, we specifically state that we want to make sure that all the workers are getting the training. So that's kind of our, our starting point. And it's a way, too, for the employers to kind of check it off their list that they've now educated employees there on the ergonomic hazards within their office environment, because a lot of times they don't have records of this. And this is a way to show that you have actually given them this type of training. Yeah, so that's the starting point. So typically when we go into the workplaces, what what we're finding is, again, employers are being reactive, but as OCAL ergonomists and as Canadian Certified Professional Ergonomists, we want to move workplaces into being proactive. And in order to be proactive, you have to have purchasing guidelines. So for example, and, and all of this comes from, there is a CSA standard 
for office ergonomics, and it became a standard in December of 2017. It used to be a guideline, and it is now a standard. We understand that workplaces don't necessarily have knowledge about all of this, so hence why we're having this podcast today, because we get a lot of office ergonomic requests for, for assessments. So once again, one of the services we can provide, once we get into the workplace, if they do not have standards around purchasing, if they're in the process, for example, they know uh, they may be getting new workstations, then use our services so that we can help you get the right thing from the get-go, design the offices with CSA standards, with ergonomics in mind, because that is the proactive. That's being proactive and it saves workplaces a lot of money. It saves workers a lot of pain and suffering. Mm -hmm. It's important too to consult the workers, talk to the workers about what they're doing, what they do with their workstation, because often we find employers don't have a, a good understanding of what's going on at their workstation, which can make it really difficult to understand how they interact with it and what their needs are. Yeah, but what we recommend, because they've done research around training. So the IWH, Institute for Work and Health, did some research and they they investigated is it better to do face-to-face -face training or can you do online training for office ergonomics specifically? And what the study found was there wasn't a difference between face-to-face -face mm -hmm. and online. However, what does make a difference is doing follow-up after. Mm -hmm. So if the workplace is large, we don't have access to them. Um, they could do the and, online yeah, training. for a good follow-up. Because yes. often we'll talk to them, have you received any training on office ergonomics? And what they'll tell us is that we did when we first were employed, but when we first were employed, that could have been 15 years ago. Well, things have changed within 15 years. The hazards might have changed in the office, the equipment that you're using. So it's one of those important things that you need to update all the time. And it should be addressed too with your joint health and safety committees when they're doing their walkthroughs as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think that there's lots of opportunities and I, I think people don't know what they don't know. So hopefully this will educate workplaces that the hazards are very significant in an office. And obviously when you look at WSIB statistics, musculoskeletal disorders are a big one. Overall, they're, mm -hmm. they're more than 40% of the claims. I would tell you in an office environment, it's probably even higher because there's other hazards. There's indoor air quality, mm -hmm. slip trips, falls, but musculoskeletal disorder hazards are very significant. And in the office is the opportunity that you can actually accommodate 100% of your workforce in the office because you can make everything can come adjustable now. There's no reason that someone should not be accommodated to, you know, whether they're tall, they're short, everything can be adjusted or you can get, you know, actual chairs that are specific to order if that person, we have a, a worker here that had a tailbone injury. You can get a cutout of the seat pan, the foam or in it and uh, then she doesn't have the pressure on the tailbone. So there's something that can be done to every piece of office furniture to be adjusted. Yeah, and I just want to give that caveat, MTAR, buyer beware. Oh, yeah. Because don't assume when you go into, uh, you go to an interior designer or you go into a place that sells equipment that they're going to sell you the right thing. There's no standards around when something has to be labeled ergonomics. Designers don't necessarily get training in ergonomics. So we're a free service. We would highly recommend before you buy anything, before you redesign anything, consult with an ergonomist. Consult with a Canadian certified professional ergonomist. And you know, if you're small business, we want to help not-for-profit small business. If you can't afford that service, we will help you. It's a free service. It will help you to be proactive. And we've seen, too, some employers thinking that they're doing the right thing and that allowing their employees to go out and select the chair themselves. And the problem with that is 
they don't know all the features a chair should have. And really anybody can sit in a chair for two minutes and think that it's comfortable compared to probably what they're leaving behind. So it's just, it's really important that we're here, we're able to consult. There's a CSA guideline standards that we can reference to you and give you a short snippet of it. So you understand what you're, you know, purchasing, you have these features in that chair. So I think moving forward with our podcasts, we'll look at maybe some specifics. We know there are probably five things that we see that are very, very common mistakes that are made in the workplace. And so we'll talk to that in our next podcast. Absolutely. Stay tuned. For more information about this podcast, including show notes and companion materials, go to our website, www.ohcow.on.ca. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast channel to ensure you receive notification of our latest episode. As well, check us out on Twitter and Facebook. Thank you for joining us.